0: This is a Soulfire production. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, we are going to talk about relationships and soul contracts. And I'm going to answer a question that was sent in by someone to lead us into our discussion. If you want to submit a question for the podcast, just go to Christina, the channel dot com slash pod p o d and you can submit your question your topic there this quad write generator appreciates the questions quite deeply questions are my love language just f y i but let's dive into it i'm gonna just start off with the question it was sent in anonymously so uh, this person said after ten years of a beautiful relationship my husband approached me wanting a divorce i believe it has to do with underlying issues of his addictions but why is this happening? It feels like so many aspects of my life are suddenly falling apart and I feel so low. How do I start to pick myself back up and completely let go so I can move forward? Ooh, man. Well, the first thing I'll say is I'm just sending so much love your way. It is never fun (laughs) when that happens. You know, a lot of these big transitions, releases, change. There's a lot of emotion that comes up and I'm just sending a lot of love your way, right? A 10-year marriage. And the energy underneath it is that it felt a little a little out of the blue. So, I'm sending that your way, big hug. And this type of scenario, I feel has been really Common recently. Like, I'm hearing a lot of this, a lot of relationships just shifting out of the blue, people breaking up and coming together. And that's been a lot of the energy of this year and in the last few months. And if you've watched any of the energy updates I've been posting on YouTube or in the membership, different threads of this are coming up a lot. We are in a universal six year, which is about relationships and love and home life. And domestic affairs. And so there's going to be a lot of rearranging when it comes to relationships on top of, I feel we are really being positioned for next year, year seven, where I feel a lot of spiritual initiation, activation and growth is coming. And so what's happening is any of the energies we're still connected to in our life right now that aren't in alignment with that big expansion next year in particular, which of course it's already happening, but a lot of those cords are being cut and things are being recalibrated. And when we're in the middle of it, often it can feel like I don't understand why this is happening. And it often feels like everything is falling apart when space is being made for the things that we really want, for the things that are even better to come through. And so this year has been really interesting to just like witness the dynamics of what's going on for different people. And I've been experiencing this myself in many different ways of just watching so many romantic relationships and friendships and business partnerships, all different types of relationships, rearranging in really like drastic ways. And a lot of this is, you know, we're witnessing vibrational shifts happen really quickly. And when we start to really relate based on soul resonance, frequency alignment, rather than logic or the mind... It can feel like relationships shift really drastically because the contract has ended, because something changes within us vibrationally, something gets turned on or activated or shifted or released, whatever it is. And then there's no longer a vibrational match. So I think we all know I drink a lot of fluid during the day, beverage queen, but I actually never drink just plain water. I can't remember the last time. I did, and it took me years to figure out that despite drinking a ton of water, I was still super dehydrated, which was leading to all kinds of symptoms that I didn't realize were connected, like hunger throughout the day, no matter how much I ate, cravings late at night, headaches, brain fog, trouble concentrating, and just feeling tired in general. And then I found Element which are my favorite electrolytes. They taste amazing and they are super clean. Most electrolytes are filled with sugar and coloring and artificial ingredients, fillers. So I always stayed away from them until I found Element. It tastes delicious. It doesn't have any of that added junk in it and it contains a science-backed electrolyte ratio, 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium and 60 milligrams of magnesium. Co-founder Rob Wolf was one of the people that really influenced me early on in my health journey and when I got into wellness. And I know that he's really picky about quality and ingredients and optimizing performance. So I was super excited when he was coming out with Element and it did not disappoint. I always put electrolytes in my water, like every single time I put a packet of Element in and it has made the world of a difference for me with concentration, focus, memory, evening out my hunger. And I find that if there's ever a day that I have a weird headache, I usually just need to drink some electrolytes and I'm good to go. I know often people think of electrolytes as something just athletes need, but I mean, if you're active at all, if you are on a low carb diet, if you're on a whole foods based diet, which I think most people listening to this podcast probably are like me, if you drink a lot of water, look into electrolyte balance. And if you didn't know, I worked as a nutritionist for years and it was one of the most common root causes of people's weird symptoms. We tend to overcomplicate things and so often it was just, you need to balance your electrolytes. I'm currently drinking the raspberry right next to my laptop here. Raspberry, citrus salt, watermelon are my favorites and I put chocolate in my coffee every day. If you wanna try out Element, just go to drinkelement.com slash ctc and that's spelled d-r-i-n-k-l-m-n-t.com slash ctc. Anytime you purchase through that custom URL, you will get a free element sample pack that has one packet of every flavor. And this applies whether you are a new or a returning customer. So it's not just for new customers. Anytime you wanna order, just go to drinkelement.com slash CTC and you'll get a free sample pack with one packet of every flavor. And you have nothing to lose because with every order they offer no questions asked refunds. You don't even have to send it back. So it's worth trying it out because this product has truly changed my life. So again, drinkelement.com, D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T.com slash CTC. Get your free sample pack there. You know, I've been thinking about all different types of aspects of this a lot because of this this next book in, in the Monarch Being series. So like basically part two of Manifestation Mastery, my first book. And this next book is about love and relationships. And it was a really triggering book for me to write. And not in a bad way, it just made me really think about things quite differently. And you know, their perspective, is just such a different orientation and just for them to point out how much of our how much we're attached to other people and how we have all of these expectations around relationship and what that means and the this deep programming of what a successful relationship is and what it means if it fails or even that there is a failure versus recognizing and even just attraction and and making ourselves feel wrong if people aren't attracted to us versus seeing it as it's a vibrational resonance it's like i they use this example like i might love pop music and you hate it and maybe you like country music and i hate it which i don't whatever but you get my point that doesn't make country or pop bad or wrong it's just different frequencies resonate with different people, right? I ha- might have a different favorite color than you do. It doesn't mean that either color is better than the other or worse than the other. It's just, we maybe like different colors. And so what's really interesting to explore is our relationship with endings and our underlying beliefs around what a successful relationship is. Like, what does that even mean? And when relationships end, what do we make that mean about ourselves? What are the stories we're telling ourselves? What are the limiting beliefs that we're telling ourselves? Are we telling ourselves that I wasn't good enough or there has to be a reason why? You know, this is something that I definitely have struggled with in different relationships in the past where sometimes we, you know, our ego wants an explanation. We want explanation why I need to understand like why it's not working. And I feel like that can be productive when it's from a place of, how could I have shown up in a more aligned way? You know, was I authentic my whole way through? Could I learn anything about myself or my level of communication? Things like that of really just taking those opportunities from the relationship that are available for us to to grow. But also, sometimes we can get so attached to needing to understand why, and like looking for a very logical explanation, like something has to be wrong when something doesn't always have to be wrong it just isn't exactly right and that can be really difficult for us on on the mind level of just like okay so nothing happened but it's just not a fit anymore like that doesn't make sense to me and that's where we're still trying to make sense of it from our heads rather than just honoring our hearts and honoring that energy moves and shifts and changes and emotions shift and change and and this whole space of contracts you know i was talking to some of my friends about this the other day and we were just talking about how understanding relationships on the level of soul contracts is so like freeing, and understanding for me because I used to make myself wrong. All the time, when a relationship ended or wasn't even beginning, and I would create all of this meaning and like trying to get everybody to like me or want to stay in whatever type of relationship with me, and then I realized it's like different seasons, right? Different seasons, and on a soul level, when I started doing energy work and just realizing, oh, there are people who it's there's just straight up a contract. Like, hey, this is one year, this is two years, this is for the season of your life. You know, there are people who I was super close to during certain phases and it was such a beautiful relationship and then maybe i entered a different phase of my life and we weren't really as close anymore and that's happened so many times and i have nothing but love for those people like nothing happened it, things just changed different season and so that created space for other people that were actually you know supportive in a different way maybe more supportive for this particular season of my life to come in and so people serve us at different times for different reasons and not everybody is contracted in to be in a relationship with us forever right we we have certain experiences maybe certain lessons maybe certain certain types of karmic rebalance that can come into play and then when the contract's up it's up and nobody has to be right or wrong it just okay the energy has shifted and often when a contract is complete it's just it's that feeling of like you can wake up one day and be like i don't know why i'm just not feeling fully resonant in this situation. People have that about their jobs often, right? You wake up and you're like, I my body is saying no. And nothing even changed. I just like the frequency is different for me. This can happen in friendships. And it might just be like, oh, you're just naturally drawn toward one person more than the other. And over time, you know, where you're putting your energy and attention shifts and it happens in romantic relationships as well. And I was talking to one of my other friends about this and just saying how I feel like a lot of these drastic overnight shifts because I'm just seeing this all over the place. It's like watching all of the illusions, the masks just get peeled away. And I've been saying this for a while, but we're in this period of what is not authentic will not hold. And I feel that people are peeling back the layers or the layers are getting peeled back, whether or not they're trying more and more on, you know, where am I living an illusion? Who am I really? It's getting harder and harder to live anything that's not authentic. People are really shifting on a vibrational level, on a cellular level. And with that is a shift in what's going to be a frequency match for them. So that can look like different romantic partners, that can look like different friendships, different jobs, right? And it can be a really unsettling thing for our minds when you just wake up and you're like, why is this not resonant for me anymore? I mean, I've I've had this feeling pretty much every time I've moved, this is how it feels for me. And I used to really get upset with myself like before I was deep in the spiritual stuff and understood, oh, it's just it's for me and I probably can't see it right now, but I would wake up one day in a place that I was living that I loved. And I would just wake up and be like, I literally can't be here anymore. My whole body is saying no. And it didn't make any sense. And I would be upset with myself. I'm like, but I love my, I love my place. I've got a great deal. I'm in a great area. It didn't make any logical sense to me. And so I was resisting it. Right. But that was my intuition saying there's something better. There's something that's on its way or even protecting me against something like one time i found out later the rent where i was living doubled another time i found out about mold there another time i found out like literally the month after i left they were doing all this crazy building work that would have been so insanely loud and messed up all my podcasts right and so it's like i never knew that beforehand but i knew when it wasn't resonant my whole body was like i can't be here anymore and i just have to get out of the situation so sometimes it's protecting us from something we can't see in the future and sometimes it's just guiding us towards what's even better and sometimes it's just hey the contract is complete and now it's time to move on to the next phase and i've talked about this before but i think you know this conversation around divorce is important my uh, my perspective is i just think it's interesting that we people think it's bad i think i think just starting to unpack what are my beliefs around it why does it have to be bad Like, why does it have to be bad? Why does a marriage being completed need to be a bad thing? Sometimes things are complete. Sometimes you learn all the lessons. And and to me, it feels very... Like, for me, it's just a very different perspective when I started reading the Akashic Records and doing energy work and intuitive work and seeing things laid out as like, the contract was just up. They learned everything they need to learn. And now it's time for their next level of expansion, of lessons, of soul evolution. And so there are other relationships that want to come in so that they can actually learn those lessons. It's like, you don't need to go through eighth grade a hundred times. Like once you've learned your lessons in eighth grade and middle school, now you graduate to high school. And sometimes relationships are like that with the contracts. And I want to be clear. I'm not saying this thinking it makes the emotions any easier. It is emotional, right? Even if you're like, even if your higher self knows like, you know, this is for my highest and best. I know something better is coming in. It is still like your heart's getting ripped out and you're so sad and it's, there's grief, right? It's, it's a loss. It's a completion. And I think we get to honor all of those emotions of, of feeling the sadness and the frustration and whatever emotions authentically come up. But then also, you know, we can also, be grateful for the lessons and honor the beauty of the relationship and celebrate the ending. It reminds me a lot of our relationship with death. I've done a podcast about that, but you know how we've made that transition, this this bad thing and this thing that people fear. And it's like, we don't have to view it that way. We can view it as a celebration of a beautiful life. But that doesn't mean we can't also be sad. And so for me, I just think, you know, really giving ourselves the space to honor that full spectrum and range of our emotions and just allowing whatever comes up to come up as it needs to and honoring that. Because, you know, whatever is your authentic emotion, just like le- letting yourself feel that and tuning into what would be most supportive for you, like what you really need at this time to support your heart space. You know, who can help support you and just like really tuning into that and honoring that for yourself. I think that, you know, they just keep the guides keep showing me like a, the tower card, right? These moments where it feels like everything is falling apart, these really are the periods before big expansion. Because let's say we have all of these energy cords and all of these things set up in our lives that are calibrated to a certain frequency and we are about to really hit our next level, raise our vibration, what has to happen is like everything that's holding us to that frequency has to get untangled. And being in that experience can feel very, very unsettling and hard and like the lowest of lows. And I have always felt like before my highest of highs, I I hit my lowest of lows. It very much is like the bow and arrow, right? being pulled back before you launch forward and just watching everything get unraveled. And I will feel that complete emotion of like everything's unraveled, everything is falling apart. But when it's falling apart, what is that showing me about how strong it was to begin with or how aligned it really is with who I really am, who I'm here to be? Because if it truly is in full alignment, that foundation will be sturdy. But the thing is when we are calling in New things, bigger things, more aligned things, the space has to get cleared. And that is often when people feel like everything is falling apart in all directions. And it's like your world is crashing. And what's happening there vibrationally is so much emotion is coming up. Space is getting cleared. Like literally, it could be physically, it can be, you know, with with career, with relationships. Space is getting cleared. You're opening up the space. And as all of these energy cords are getting cut. And energy is moving and shifting. You have all of this emotion, right? All of this emotion coming up to rise. All of this low frequency emotion, which it's not bad, it's all helpful, right? And so you're feeling the sadness and the heartbreak. And that heartbreak is also how that muscle gets built even stronger, but it's not comfortable, right? Stretching isn't comfortable. But you go through the sadness and the pain and it's probably bringing up other things as well, right? And and stories and limiting beliefs. And suddenly when we're in that mess, when we are cracked open, we can see what's right in the middle. We can see where am I still holding on to pain? Where am I still holding on to resentment? Where am I still holding on to sadness? Where am I still operating from limiting beliefs or beliefs that are not serving me? What am I making this mean about myself? It's those moments of full surrender and getting cracked open that we can finally see what's underneath. And when we can finally see what's underneath, now we can really see what's in alignment with who we really are and where we wanna go and what we get to release and move through so that we're no longer controlled by those limiting beliefs or those low-frequency emotions anymore. So it is allowing ourselves to feel that pain, that sadness, that hurt and like really just allowing those emotions to move through and honoring those that we're actually allowing those frequencies to move out of the body and creating space that recalibrates us to peace overall. It's like getting caught in really rocky waves and you just have to sit through it and move through it and trust that eventually the waves are going to even out and you're going to find peace and you're going to be somewhere completely different. But it's usually when we're in that surrender, I'm cracked open space where we let it all out, right? We we finally feel the things rise to the surface that we didn't even know were in us. Maybe it's the negative self-talk, maybe it's resentment, maybe it's judgment, maybe it's pain from the past or the now. And it's those moments where you're in full surrender and you're totally cracked open, where it's like word vomit. You're like, holy shit, I can't believe I felt that way, right? You finally hit your breaking point. But that is where the gold really is to see what what was really inside. And what I will also say is when you're in that energy of full, full surrender, which often these tower moments push us to, which a lot of this releasing and things changing and feeling like the rug was pulled out from underneath us, it shifts us into this energy of surrender. Like I'm, I'm on the floor, like I can't do anything. Full surrender, that is the energy of receiving, which is where a lot of big energetic shifts happen that are positive, which is where a lot of manifestations are received, which is where the recalibration is available energetically so that you can really rise to your next level. But this is where we can start to explore, you know, what am I making this mean about myself? What am I worried about? Am I worried about how other people are gonna perceive this? What are my fears here? Am I worried about money? Am I worried about security? Am I worried about safety? Like really starting to just notice and I think writing this down, you don't have to deal with it all in the moment, but just noticing like as that shell got cracked open what's underneath it right because this is really really valuable for us to learn about ourselves to start to shift anything that's not serving us anymore and to really make the most of the lessons available for us moving forward in our lives and we can start to see what beliefs we have around relationships as well If you want to uh, manifest more money, more fulfilling relationships, better health, But despite doing your daily manifestation and visualization practices, it isn't coming to you easily. This is what you need to know. What I have learned through my own experience again and again and through the experiences of all the people I've worked with is that the main reason why people have trouble calling in more of what they want is that they have underlying limiting beliefs that there is not enough or that they aren't actually worthy of receiving what it is that they want here's the thing in order to be an energetic match for more we need to get out of scarcity mindset and start embodying the energy of abundance this allows you to effortlessly attract more abundance to you whether you want money relationships health any physical form of abundance if you are wondering how to align with the energy of abundance and how to effortlessly attract different forms of abundance into your life, I have created a brand new course that teaches you the exact practices that I use and my clients use to align with abundance in all areas of our life, making manifestation effortless. This course, Abundance Accelerator, includes over nine hours of video lesson content, exclusive journal prompts and exercises to help you integrate the information and a really powerful 30 minute Energy Healing Activation to help you align your frequency with the energy of abundance. When you enroll, you get lifetime access to all of the course materials. You can start today and you get to do this all at your own pace. So your life could change literally in a week. If you are ready, if you are ready to learn how to receive the endless support and abundance that is already available to you, then you can enroll in abundance accelerator today by going to bit.ly slash AXL course. Again, that's bitly slash C-O-U-R-S-E. I can't wait to hear what you manifest. I think something that's super, super valuable for everybody with the ending of any relationship is also just an exploration of communication and, you know, where could we have communicated more clearly? Like what was working and what wasn't working for me? It's like, I mean, sorry, I hate to make this comparison, but it reminds me of entrepreneurship and people launching different things, launching a course or a program. And people get so frustrated when their first launch doesn't go well. Because they've created all this meaning around it and like, oh my God, I'm a failure versus every single launch is is a success because you're figuring out what's working and what isn't working, and it's all just a different experiment and so the more times you do it, the more you see what lands and what doesn't and you could think about this you know launching a program or content or whatever you're you're experimenting and seeing what's working and what's not. but if after every launch, I don't look back and look at what did we do? What worked and what didn't? I'm not, I'm not really learning from it. And then how can I expect anything to be different the next time around? And I, I think that's a beautiful opportunity as relationships transition of, okay, if I'm looking at this, like, what did this teach me about myself? But like, I think, especially in communication, because this is the space where, you know, most relationships often break down. And sometimes the communication is fine and just not a vibrational match anymore. But this is something that just comes up so much. Like the guides are always like, like look at the communication and look at what was the vibration of the relationship? Like what parts of me got bigger? What parts of me got smaller? What did this bring out in me? What, what did I love about this? What did I wish there was more of? How could I have expressed myself more fully? If I have any regrets around it, why? Why? What would I have done differently? And any fear or judgment that's coming up around it, what is that connected to and why do I why do I have that and can we just explore that? I mean, I think even just in reading the question, my my question would be because this person said I believe it has to do with underlying issues of his addictions. My question is have you asked Right. I think it's a really fair conversation to have. Like, let's explore, you know, why you're feeling this way and why this is what you want. And this is where, you know, going back to communication, how people can have completely different experiences of a relationship. This is something that I've sat with a lot and they cover in the book because I, it's just like really hard for me to grapple with as a, as a person of like how can two people be in the same relationship and have completely different experiences of it like completely different experiences <laughs> because this happens and you know in this question i think that that this might have been an example of that of this person said after 10 years of a beautiful relationship so from that i'm getting this person is perceiving that it was a great relationship my husband approached me wanting a divorce so it's like what was going on for your husband that wasn't communicated? And was that something that he was too afraid to communicate to you? What would it have looked like to create like open space, more open space in the communication consistently to like pull that out of people? Because what happens a lot of times is people aren't happy and they just, they, they feel like there's never a right time. So they just keep it inside and then it festers and the other person has no idea what's going on. And so I think there's a lot of opportunity for learning about communication in a relationship to bring that forward into your next dynamic. I know for me, I haven't been through a divorce, but I've been through breakups where it was very clear to me, wow, we really needed to create more consistent space to just reflect on how we're feeling and have it feel like there's a safe container to communicate this. This is what Mimi and Chase talk about all the time. If you haven't listened to the gazillion times they've been on this podcast, I recommend it. And I think it was the last time they were both on the show. They're talking about their check-in tool and you can go to their, their pages, go to the medicine podcast. And I think they even have a download about it. So just I think this is a really great opportunity to start to and I think all of us need to learn this. Like these are tools we're not taught. We're not taught. <laughs> Unless we actively seek this out, we're really not taught how to communicate. And even when I think about when was I taught how to communicate? It was never in the context of a relationship. It was like how to communicate in terms of business. But isn't that the most important skill? <laughs> like we're all in different types of relationships and we're never really taught how to communicate. And I know for me and Mimi and I have talked about this a lot. Like it's so sad that it often takes a really bad breakup or divorces for us to be pushed to wait. I need to like learn how, how to open space for really clear communication in, in my relationship dynamic. And how can I create a container where my partner feels really safe to open up and express and not judged and then also I do as well and we can celebrate what's working and also communicate about what's not. And here's the thing, like we can't control the way somebody else shows up. We can't control somebody else's feelings or emotions. So I always think like you know, I can't force somebody to communicate clearly with me or tell me how they're feeling. But when I look back on a situation what I can do is look back on it and be like, you know, I did everything I could to try and open up that space. And so as long as I was doing what I can on my end to to communicate clearly myself when I'm feeling certain things, desiring certain things, wanting to shift certain things, as long as I'm communicating clearly for myself and I'm also, you know, making the effort to open up the space so that this person I'm in the, the relationship with, whatever type of relationship it is, I asked questions and I opened up the space and really did my best to try and give the opportunity. Like I can't force them to rise to that, but I, I can do that myself and then just see how that person wants to show up. You know what? Today I got a text from myself. If you're not already signed up for the Christina, the channel texts, I channel them in advance or from the guides and every day I get them and I'm like, wow, my own texts. Kick me in the butt. And I got one today (laughs) from myself. Um, And I feel like it's relevant. I'm pulling it up. It says, You can't force people to be on your wavelength. Allow them to show up as they choose. That will give you the information you need. And if you want to sign up for the texts, just text 205 883 8280. You can rewind if you need that number again. But uh, that is so true, right? You can't force people to be on your wavelength. And I think a lot of us spend a lot of time wanting other people to be on our wavelength, but what if that's not their truth, right? And this is where we are trying to force things to stay in our reality where maybe it's time for the energy to flow and to shift and for us to learn the lessons in the next book. And so often we want people to stay in their relationship, but we want it to work. And sometimes, you know. There are shifts we can make and clear communication and things we can do where actually it is an alignment, but then there's like this part, allow them to show up as they choose. That will give you the information you need. I feel like this is really relevant for when people try and convince somebody to stay in a relationship. And it's like, why do we try and convince people to stay in a relationship with us? Why do we, why would we want to be in a relationship with somebody we have to convince to stay in the relationship? Like really what's underneath that. And often it's, you know, it's connected to self-worth. It's connected to, are we afraid that there's no one else out there? I mean, that's certainly not true, right? Are we afraid we're going to be alone forever? Like this is where the monkey mind goes. Are we making this mean that we're not good enough? Like if this one person doesn't want to be in a relationship, what stories are we telling ourselves about what that means about us? And what is this triggering from earlier on in our life? Where do we learn we had to convince people to love us? where does that connect to childhood? I also just want to read this line because it just popped up as I was pulling up that text on my phone. It's relevant. It's a quote from my book, Manifestation Mastery. So the guide said, the duration of every relationship is exactly as it should be. And you will open yourself up to many more opportunities to experience deeper, truer love in all types of relationships. If you release judgments or expectations about how long they should last and what it means when they are complete. I feel like that wraps this up really well because it is just very interesting to notice all of our expectations and assumptions about relationships and even i was talking to my friend david lyon about this we were talking about how it's so interesting how we have all of this meaning we create around somebody who's in a relationship with us like expectations that a lot of that is conditioning and i'm not saying like to not have needs but it's just noticing where the conditioning is of expecting a partnership a relationship to look like X, Y, Z, or even what are the expectations around a marriage? And just because somebody else said it needs to be a certain way, like, why does it need to be that way? Like who gets to decide that? And what would it look like if we just explored that perspective of every relationship lasts exactly as long as it's meant to? And how often do we get ourselves out of alignment because we're trying to hold on to things that we've outgrown? And you think about a long relationship and how much you learn about yourself being in a relationship. And the longer you're in the relationship, the more you learn about yourself, and how much people change over time, and how well you knew yourself when you got married or got in the relationship. We evolve so much. <laughs> Right. And sometimes as people evolve and shift over time, they're still vibrational matches for each other in the marriage, for example. And other times, you know, in ten years, you've probably learned a lot about yourself. And he probably has too, or maybe one of you has. I don't know. Like we we just naturally shift and change and grow. And sometimes as a part of that, we're just not a vibrational match for people anymore. And so maybe the marriage was beautiful for that version of you. And maybe for this next version of you that you're evolving into and being guided toward, there's another dynamic available to you that is actually going to be more expansive and more aligned. I think something that's really interesting to explore is, like it sounds so basic, but what do we desire in this relationship? Why do I desire this relationship? What am I getting from it? How is it supporting me? Like, why do I want it? Why do I want to hold on to it? And just noticing where it's something that we use to create meaning about ourselves, where it's just something we've attached our identity to, where, and I mean, this could be different for everybody, we might have energetically enmeshed. Is there any codependent energy there? Has it been something we've been so in that we've? Maybe not been fully in relationship with ourselves? Where have I been unintentionally outsourcing love <laughs> and wanting it from somebody else? Where have I derived any self worth from being in the relationship versus being whole within myself? I feel that we're really shifting into a time of redefining what relationship means and. Questioning what we have labeled as love and like really feeling into that frequency and learning to relate to each other differently and learning to relate to relationship containers a little bit differently, where we are really in love with ourselves first and holding our own frequency and our own frame when we still relate to other people. I just think there's going to be a lot of transition in terms of how we relate uh, to different people and redefining love so i just think a lot of the paradigms are going to get shattered but i'm kind of getting off topic there's a lot of rapid shift because there's a lot of whether or not people are aware of it (laughs) like frequency activations vibrational shifts timeline shifting contracts completing like a lot of contracts just completing and that can all feel like an overnight this isn't resonant anymore and then there's also this thing as all of these Layers get peeled back, and the frequency overall is like things that are not truth, things that are not in alignment just can't hold anymore. And so, at a certain point, that gets revealed. So, where people haven't been fully communicating, whether or not that was intentional, a lot of times we don't even realize that we're not fully expressing how we're feeling, or we don't even realize how we have been feeling for so long. Have you ever made a decision? And after you made the decision, you were like, Oh my God. I'm finally realizing how frustrated I've been in this dynamic for a long time, and I just wasn't aware of it. This has happened to me with living situations, jobs, like just certain things where I thought I was good. And then when I decided, okay, I'm letting this go, or I allowed it to rise to the surface, all of a sudden it was like all of the stuff underneath I didn't even realize I felt. Suddenly I'm feeling it. And so, in terms of the planet, as things are just getting more recalibrated to the frequency of truth, all of that underlying stuff, all of the places we weren't fully communicating with ourselves or other people, like it's getting shaken up and just brought to the surface. And so that's why a lot of people are really feeling called energetically to just speak their truth and realign. And a lot of people don't even necessarily know why, but it's that feeling of like, I can't, I can't hold this in anymore. Or it's this feeling of just waking up and being like, oh my gosh, I'm realizing all the stuff I feel. And I also think for different people, like there's a dynamic of maybe there's somebody more aligned in that that relationship container is available. But I think also a lot of people are getting really prepared, depending on you know where they're at. If if somebody is being pushed to the path of deep transformation and a big personal evolution and shift, and a lot of you know really beautiful things coming their way. A lot of that transformation and shifting is going to be more easily accessible out of a relationship. Like, I mean, this goes back to, I mean, if I am ready for a personal transformation, I'm going to go spend a week by myself to be fully in my own energy fields. And I know a lot of people struggle with this in in marriages of starting to go down a spiritual path and they're having this whole personal evolution and changing. And sometimes they, they feel this tug, you know, people will describe to me like they feel this tug up. I can only go so far because I have this cord with my partner. And so it's almost like I can feel it anchoring me into one version of myself. And I want to keep going into this more expanded version of me, but I'm feeling like stuck here. I feel like I can't fully shift and change. And so sometimes people feel that. And sometimes the universe guides us to situations where we really are spending more time with ourselves to facilitate that personal transformation and shift. And you come out on the other side and you're such a different person. And you're like, holy shit, I wasn't gonna make that evolution in that relationship. And you become such a different person. And maybe after that, right, you're attracting a completely different type of partner, of of friends, and you look at those relationships and you're like, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. And you realize, oh my gosh, it was only through this big shift and realizing all these truths about myself and a lot of this personal work and transformation I did that I just became a completely different version of me. And look at how different the relationships are in my life now. And while I was in it, I didn't, you know, I couldn't see that, but it was guiding me down this, this path that led me to all these people and opportunities and this whole other chapter of my life that I never could have seen coming. And so it's not that one chapter has to be better than or worse than it's just different parts of the book. What I will say is if anybody's in the membership, go to the love and relationship section. And I have a whole video on basically a breakup protocol where I talk about all of the different kind of like energetic things we can do to help us shift the energy so it is kind of easier to clear clear that energy because this is something I, I do see a lot especially with marriages like I'm going woo here but it makes a big difference clearing out any marriage contracts like is really helpful because you know when you make oaths and vows it can sometimes create energy blocks around new relationships coming in, right? So if you've like made a vow to be with somebody forever, that just can be energetically cleared, no problem. And also just clearing out that person's energy. I find that, you know, especially through a breakup, it's so emotional and you're already feeling all of your own stuff. And then when you're also feeling that other person's stuff, which most people are, even though they don't realize it, it's just double, like double emotions. And that's a lot to move through. So really clearing out that person's energy so you can kind of feel your own own feelings. For sure. I would, you know, do some cord cutting and energy clearing and really just being gentle on your body. And the thing is, you know, listening to your intuition listening to your heart and giving yourself what you need. And I think just allowing ourselves to kind of crumble a bit and giving ourselves that grace. And maybe we need rest and maybe, maybe we need time with friends, you know, listening to your intuition and just on a soul level, like what would really make me feel supported and loved and what do I really need? Do I need a bath? Do I need time alone? Do I need to, you know, go on a weekend trip away? Just like really tuning in because you're going to know, you're going to know what you need. But I think that it is really important to kind of like get in our own energetic space and energy field, especially around breakups. Like when people are, I'm all for being supported, right? But I think things can get really muddy when people break up with somebody and they're immediately like always with a loved one or a friend because you're also picking up on their energy, their emotions, their thoughts, any of their projections around stuff. And I just think you know it's really valuable to kind of clear out everybody's energy and just notice what's coming up for us individually and and allowing ourselves to feel our feels and also. I know for me with the closing of relationships, those can be moments where it's, <laughs> it might feel easier in the moment more just because it's like more automatic to go into blame, shame, judgment, whatever it is. But what would it really look like to show up as your highest self through the transition and really to respond, you know, with love for yourself and everybody involved, that does not mean to bypass your emotions. That does not mean to communicate. but it's it's really just the energy, the intention behind how we show up. And I find that just setting that intention can really clarify things through the process. So I would definitely check out that breakup energetic protocol in the membership, and I would pick up manifestation mastery and read the relationship section because I think, Be really supportive as well but there's a lot of recalibration happening right now a lot of overnight breakups a lot of overnight quote unquote endings completions right it's like a completion of a cycle and then also on the other side a lot of like instantaneous coming together really really fast i mean the number of people i've seen getting married like super quickly like it's really interesting and i feel like i'm just kind of witnessing the energy recalibrate and people really starting to relate on the level of soul frequency which is interesting but this is the energy of of the 6 year and we can't always make sense of it with the mind we can't always make sense of energetic shifts like with with the mind or even with our emotions it doesn't always make logical sense as the energy shifts but you know it's these tower moments it's you know when one domino gets hit and we start to realize well was all of this connected to this one version of me this one frequency I was latched into and it can feel like it all has to get torn down so that we can rebuild from the truth of who we are and so in that in between space it's really getting clear on what frequency do i want to build from and I can use this space to really evaluate, am I really showing up as my most authentic self? And if I get to be in this void space, this transitionary space, this like basically it all got torn down and it's empty. Do I want to rebuild the same house or do I want to get creative and really build like what I want to build? And so it really is an expansive place to be if we allow it to be that of just, I'm actually in the space of total creation. And so how do I wanna move forward? And also, can I be open to, in this open space, what does the universe want to deliver to me That that really is even better? And it's never what we saw coming, but we still gotta feel our feels, feel our authentic emotions. They're all super important and just honor what we need in the moment. And I think, you know, not try and rush the process, Just really like listening to to what we need in that moment, man, being a human, feeling the feels, it is not always easy. I am sending this person who sent in the question so much love and all of you as well, whether you are going through a breakup or any other shift in your life, you know, shifting energies shakes things up. And so emotions are going to rise to the surface, but There is a lot of big expansion on the other side if we allow ourselves to surrender to it and just be open to what can be revealed. So I hope this was helpful. If you think it would be helpful for somebody you know, definitely send it their way. And if you feel called, share it to social media. You can tag me and tag at Christina, the channel podcast. I always appreciate those shares. And yeah, sending y'all lots of love. Thank you again so much for tuning in. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I'll chat with you again next time.